Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and this is Beyond the Shoots. New York has been part of rodeo for more than 60 years. Today is Sunday, May 7th, 2023, and we are talking with my co-host, Sam Swearingen, about last night's PBR Velocity Tour Finals, Round 2, the championship round in the 2023 PBR Velocity Tour Champion. And we'll be following up on Sam's predictions from Saturday. And we will also ask him to make more predictions for the upcoming PBR World Finals. Sam, how are you on this Sunday? I'm never better, Doug. How are you? I am good. I am good. Um, we got we got a bit delayed. You had a horse that you had to run to the vet. How is the horse? Oh, I think she'll be just fine. It just had a puncture wound in her neck and a uh, really good bred young horse that I bought. And, uh, if it had been a bronc, I wouldn't have thought twice. But uh, <laughs> these ones aren't as tough as those ones are. Okay. Well, I hope the horse is better. And uh, uh, Sunday runs to the vet can be a bit expensive. Yeah, and that's what he said. Too bad it didn't happen Monday. <laughs> right. And you said, well, we can pretend it's Monday, but he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. All right, let's get into this. So first and foremost, how is Dalen feeling after his ride last night? Well, um, everybody knows about as much as I do. He looked sore um, when that bull was jerking him down over the shoulder there. That put a lot of pressure on that groin. And I texted him this morning. I didn't want to bother him last night. And I assumed he was sleeping uh, because somebody else was probably driving on Dalen. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. <laughs> he, okay. he, I haven't heard anything back. So okay. uh, it sure did look sore, but hopefully it just – and it's going to get that way if it gets stretched. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's all it did. It's stretching out, getting it in riding shape and yeah. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And the good news is, the good news, the bright side, if you will, is that um, teams don't start until Cheyenne, which is the end of July. Yeah, the good news and bad news. The bad news is you didn't make the World Finals. Exactly. Uh, but it, it, yes, it wasn't meant to be. You know, mm-hmm. if he's sore, the good news is he doesn't have to get on. If he's hurt, well, that's a whole other story. For but, sure. uh, I think he's just sore because, uh, yeah, okay. we'll see. Okay, okay. So some headlines, Sam, from last night. Uh, Frost, Josh Frost, wins the 2023 Whiskey Velocity Tour Championship, which pays fifty thousand, and his and his take for the weekend was almost fifty five thousand. Any any thoughts on Josh and how his weekend came together? Um, well, it it worked out for him to win the fifty thousand, and that's good. I think he's probably disappointed in his riding, uh, but. Uh, he had, he did what he had to do, and that's what winners do. Absolutely. So, you know, he bucked off the first evening, to your point, and then last night he rides Simp of the Ferris Cattle Platinum Bull Company for 86 and three quarters, which advances him to the championship round. So those points in that second round were very, very important to him. And then, of course, in the finals in the championship round, he bucks off Haywire at 7.3 seconds. Uh, another cowboy that had a great weekend, Joe A., uh, Lucas Campos. He wins the Velocity Tour Finals, pockets 37000 in winnings for the weekend. Had a great weekend. Yeah. 
um, really rode his last bull outstanding. I thought this nigga well when I was bull riding the short belt. Really good. Absolutely. And then it says Claudio Montoya Jr., Dawson Branton, and Nick Katz, Canadian bull rider, earned the final five berths to the 2023 World Finals. So we're going to watch those Cowboys next weekend as they open up. Uh, Edna Caminas, 47 years old, what a finals, 2002 PBR champion, places second at the finals, rides two bulls, earns $19,000 for the finals. Uh, I, I love this young man, the way he rides, his attitude. Um, Got to give him a lot of credit. Just amazing. Just amazing. It, it, it's unbelievable at that age to to still be healthy enough to ride any of these bulls. You know, it, it's just phenomenal because, you know, once you reach 35, that really your reflexes start to slow. and you know, yes, he's not the bull rider he once was. <laughs> he's better than 90% of these people out there across the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And and uh, we'll be watching him, I believe, at the, at the finals as well next weekend. Uh, let's follow up on some we talked about yesterday, some of the Cowboys we are following, of course, Northeast and, and, and so forth. Uh, Dalen, uh, last night he got on uh, Red River. Uh, of course, that is the Sellers Bucking Bulls. Um, great bull, uh, 7.99 seconds, 0.01 seconds, one one-hundredths of a second, Sam. Crazy. Talk about his ride, please. Well, uh, first off, Red River laid down in the chute, and he got a re-ride. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yep, I do remember yep. that. Yep. Yeah, And I don't know what bull was the re-ride bull. Okay. Um, one of the things I like most about the PBR is the instant replay. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. It takes the guesswork out. With the UTBs, when they put the clock up there and show it, it, it just, now it, it, you get to see it in real time, what's going on, just like the judges do. Now, they did that once last night with one rider. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, they just did it behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't meant to be if Dalen didn't make the eight seconds, you know. But I, I would have loved to see where the clock, if you if you ever tried to stop a stopwatch yeah. by pushing it to the 100, it's hard to do it much faster than seven one hundredths of a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's to push it with you. You know, with quick reflexes and do it, it's hard to do it much less than 700 one of a second. Yeah. So it, I'd have loved to see it because I didn't think there was a doubt in my mind when, mm-hmm. when he wrote. But hey, they're the judges. That's what it is. And the Lord had a plan. He didn't want Dale and getting on next week. So, okay. so be it. So yeah. be it. Yep. Right. We will, we will absolutely accept that. Um, so let's shift then to Josh Frost. He got, he went on a bull or rode a bull simp of the Ferris, uh, cattle platinum bull company. Good bull. What, what'd you make of his ride? I thought he had a great ride. I thought he was going to be like two points more. I, you know, I thought he was really in contention to win the round. Um, but he, he, he did what he had to do and 
it worked out and you know bull turned back away from his hand and he just kept moving around there and, you know at once i thought he was bucked off and he jumped turned loose jumped right in the middle of him and for the young guys out there turning loose when you think you're getting bucked off is the best thing to do yeah because you will not outpower them there's no way yeah so exactly uh let me back up to dalen and i would like you to break break we got caught up in the 7.99 second ride break down his ride what did you see what did you think um and then i'll ask you a question after that but but break it down if you would please well, well his bull jumped out and turned back into his hand and really had Dalen beat around the corner pretty right there at the start i thought he's going to buck him off and then Dalen turned loose and jumped in the middle i said okay it's all over now and then the bull kind of backed up and pulled Dalen down over his front shoulder and he uh sat back up just like we we're talking yesterday he was breaking at the stomach at the hips instead of pushing up and reaching forward that bull just had it must have felt like somebody had a string around your neck and just pulling you right down because when you're on them and they do that that's how it feels mm -hmm. and uh but he sat back up and rode him and then right at the whistle it uh pulled him down over the front again mm -hmm. and that's when they called him for the slap i guess so so let's give him let's give a tie to the runner let's say it's eight seconds what are you scoring and and the question is what do you score him and does he make the championship round he definitely makes a championship round and uh 87 to 89 depending on how they give him points for spurring one because he did turn loose and spurred him a couple times they're pretty good you bet uh, you know, when I first watched it, it didn't look that good, but when they, they played it back, I thought, oh, that boat really bucked, you know, that, that was, that was pr really pretty good, so. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Thank you for that. Um, let's, we would talk a little bit about Grayson Cole also, Fredonia, Pennsylvania. Got on a bull called Marciano. Uh, I thought he started a great ride. What'd you think? Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was, thought it was going to be over you know he rode him about five seconds and sat right in the middle of the bull really kept getting stronger and stronger and uh you know nothing grayson shouldn't rode, but uh that's the way it goes really grayson's right at knocking on the door to cut loose and do great things i think he, he's just getting so much more confidence and it's coming it's coming all right, perfect, perfect. Thank you for that. Um, another cowboy, Carlo Garcia, uh, an original Hardway Bull Riding Association member. Uh, he had Axel Surgent last night, Halpain Bucking Bulls. Uh, you had predicted, I believe, uh, he'd be 86 points. He made 86 and a quarter. Talk about Gar uh, Carlo. Yeah, Carlos made a nice ride. He did his basics just right, did everything he needed to do. Yeah, I was very proud of him. He didn't, didn't get his head picked up and, uh, kept it right in the middle and just rode him square. Just rode him and looked, it looked really easy for Carlos. And he kept his head there and kept moving around there. It looked really easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Outstanding. I would agree. Outstanding. I'm, I'm uh, tickled to see him have the kind of finals he did there. Wonderful, wonderful job. Um, so let's uh, let's back up a little bit then. Uh, yesterday during our sa uh, Saturday predictions, 
I asked who would win, who wins uh, second round. Uh, of course, you said Dalen, seven point nine nine. I do believe. Could we say, yeah, he'd won second round? What's your What's your thoughts if he'd got that tenth of a second or that one hundredth of a second? One hundredth of a second <laughs> takes me longer to say one hundredth of a second than the bull ride takes, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you took up about two seconds there saying one hundredth of a second. Yeah. It is so minute that, uh, it, yeah, it is what it is. Um, he, yeah, he could have won the round. Yeah. Easiest, uh, very, you know, yeah. and that's just as when they went to the clock mm-hmm. on it, Colton walked in and I said that Dale and just rode and I think you'll be winning the round. And then they put him on the clock, and uh, so I, that's what I said to Colton. I said, I think he'll be winning around. I'm a little biased, too. I can't I, say, you know, no. there, it comes into it. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm pretty, pretty try not to be, but uh, I, yeah, it no, comes out. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it leads me into my second question because if you remember, Bucks off the first bowl. I then asked if two bulls will win the finals. You said, no, you got to ride three. Well, I think if anybody wants to make money, yes. just go the opposite of my prediction, <laughs> and they will be rich. Because okay. nothing I predicted was right. I, in in going to that, the bulls the first day were very sluggish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yesterday they bought. They bought. You know, I don't know what, and that happens from time to time. You know. Yeah. Uh, it was hot. It took it out of them. What? I don't know, but they were very sluggish the first day overall. Now, not all of them, but overall, they were just sluggish. And yesterday, they were they were at the game time, and they bucked a lot better. And, yep, nobody rode three bulls, and that really, really surprised me. Yeah, it did me, too. It did me also. Um, so then we asked, I asked, okay, who wins the finals? You said Vitor Losnacki. Now, to be fair, he had a heck of a bull, Pickle Moonshine. We saw Cooper Davis, of course, Carolina Cowboy team member, rode him during team season for 91 and three quarters points. And when I, I, when I picked him to win the finals, I did not know what bull he had. Okay. And when when he was getting ready, when I was watching, I seen a bull, and I knew the bull ran. I said, oh, boy, this will be a test. But if he rides them, we're good, because he will, <laughs> he'll be right there to win the final. Yeah, and he, he, he started a good bull ride. He turned, he was bucked off, turned loose, jumped in the middle, but that bull just gives you no, no reason to just hang on. He, yeah. he will test you completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, so some predictions still to be determined. Uh, if Stetson is not going to declare for the draft, we've got to see what's coming. That's your prediction, that he's not going to declare. Uh, and your prediction is Sage Kimsey will will declare. Uh, I don't believe there's been any uh, news on either of those fronts yet, have there? Not that I've heard. Okay. So as we get into our show next week, when we start talking about the PBR World Finals, uh, we'll keep these on our list, okay? Um, okay? And before we jump off teams, while we're on team and drafts, do you have any other team predictions? Any any other folks that might come out that um, 
trades that might be possible? Anything you're hearing? I have heard that there is some trade negotiations in the works. Um, don't know any more than that because they they keep that stuff so close to the vest, you know, sure. and they should, yeah. and they should. Yeah. And it could be just somebody that was talking and said, well, they're going to try to trade up, you know, okay. but uh, okay. everybody's going to try to trade up. Sure. <laughs> they're going to sure. try what they can, whether they can get it done or not. It's another story. Sure. But, sure. Uh, and one of the things we saw last night, or I'm sorry, last season it isn't just your protected roster, right? It isn't just your top five. You better have a decent bench that can step in at any moment. And that is probably with every sport. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you got a good bench, you've got a good team. Yep. It, it, it's, and I, I, especially in bull riding, I guess you should say, because the <laughs> injury level is so high. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So here's a question. I'm going to pose this. Um, so Sage Kimsey and we know we, Sage Kimsey may come out. Josh Frost, we know, is already declared. Is it possible for the Carolina Cowboys or any team to land both Kimsey and Frost? Is it possible? Yes. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly, highly unlikely. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it just, it, it would just, you know, how would you work that? Because, it, you know, Carolina Cowboys, I think, are the only team that has two picks in the first round. Right, right. And nobody's going to leave either one of them till fifth. Right, right. You know, uh, so, no, unless somebody, it would have to be Carolina, because they're going to take one of the two, I yep. would imagine, yep. uh, to get traded up that high. And who would, who would let one of those guys go? Yeah. And it's gonna sure. it's gonna cost you probably a bull rider and probably probably some draft picks, right? It's gonna cost you something to be able to deal up that high. Well, and, and let's face it, it it's kinda like any other draft. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get past the third round, you are throwing darts at the board. And not to say that not especially in football and all that, the great a lot of the great guys that come out of the lower rounds, but you don't know. Right. To, so to try to trade for those lower rounds, it doesn't make as much sense. Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. For sure. Uh, for sure. Yep. All right. Then let's shift to your other final prediction yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Got to talk about it. Kentucky Derby. You said number four confidence number game. Number four horse. Yeah. Yeah. Went off at 20 to one, right? <laughs> Finished 10th. Yeah. Oh, finished tenth. Wonderful prediction. But but hey, wait a minute. But if you watched it, if yes. you watched the race, yes. I, well, I know you watched it. Yes. When he came around there and they started on the final stretch, a hole opened up. I said, "Now go." Yeah, absolutely. Now go. Yes. It was it was his race to win. It yes. was wide. I said, "Look at that," and he did. He went. Yes. Backwards. <laughs> they blew by him like yeah. he was backing up. Yeah. It was like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I really did. When he come around that pole like that, I said, look at here. This is opportunity. I'm going to look like a genius. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just so well, you know, because of your tip, and the, you said that's the horse, I did put money on, on confidence game. Okay. Oh. I did bet. But we also had bets on Tappet Trice, which 
which we figured at least top two, if not top, you know, if if not winning it, finishes seventh. Yeah. So yeah, and it was a strange race. It it was, and Madge right, uh, fifteen to one. Uh, only one win in his career to that point. And, and the second one was huge. <laughs> and the second one was huge. And, you know, they talked about there weren't really a lot of long shots in it, in this race, as far as odds go. And they attribute that to last year's winner, Rich Strike, who went off at 80 to 1. So more gambling towards the longer odds. So that uh. would bring those odds down just a bit. Um, and, and for the record, last year, if you bet $2 on the nose, uh, it would have paid $163.60. Not a bad return on the money. Not a bad return on the money. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's move on to our next topic, which is the PBR World Finals. Of course, Fort Worth, Texas, Dickey's Arena. Uh, two weekends, uh, a total of eight rounds. Uh, starts May 12th, runs through the 14th. That's this next weekend. And then has the week off, and we come back on the 18th through the 21st. Leaderboard uh, is tight. I will say the leaderboard is tight. Looking at the numbers, uh, Kaiki Pacheco's in the lead. Of course, Jose Vidor Lemmy's only 74 points behind. When I look at the top 10, Daniel keeping in the 10th position is 545 points off the lead. The reason I bring that up is a brand-new points system this year. And I don't know if you've had an opportunity, Sam, to, to study this yet. But here is, I'll, I'll lay some things out. Each round winner wins 80 points. The event winner, the finals winner, collects 560 points. That's already 640 points. And your top 10s, uh, what would they say, 530 points spread. New this year, the rider is also going to earn points for their ride scores. So if, if I ride a 70, basically the 80-point ride, I'm going to earn 7 points per ride. 80 to 90 points gets me 8 points. 90 to 100 gets me 9 bonus points. And then should a rider register 8 90-point rides, he'll earn an additional 72 points. I sat down, did a spreadsheet, eight round wins, win the finals, point bonuses, and I said, what if I'm just in that 80 to 90 point range, don't even get any 90 point rides, I'm going to have, uh, there's 1,264 points I could pick up uh, from from that kind of performance. So, uh, amazing amount of points. Amazing amount of points. Um, so, here's the question. Here's a prediction. Does anyone make eight 90-point rides and earn that 72 points for the for the year? Does anyone well, make that? Yes. Well, this may be the one prediction I think I get right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. No one will make 80, eight 90-point rides. No way. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty much sure... You know, I might get this one correct, but uh, now it, it, I think it's wonderful that they're giving points out for better rides, not just placing that. Uh, the PBR is so groundbreaking on so many things. It, it, 
because they can't. Right. They're not an association yeah. where the yeah. governing body is the people that you can't make a decision. You got to go through hoops and hoops and hoops. Here, they can sit down at their meeting and say, okay, what do we do to make this more exciting for the people who are sitting in the stand? Yeah. Because we, we want a winner yeah. race at the finals. That's what they want. You bet. Is the race at the finals where it can be determined. They do not want to come in there with somebody got it sewed up by the third round. That takes away all the glimmer and grunt, you know, everything. You bet. So, you bet. And, and to that point, it's almost like a reset of a season. And what I mean by that is this. Kaiki Pacheco, after all the events have been held, he has 980 points. And, and you can win 1,200 at the final? Yeah, almost 1,300. If you were to mm-hmm. if you were to get that 72-point bonus for the 90s, first off, you're going to get more than the 64 points because you're, you're, you're going to get uh, the nine bonus points for the rides. You're going to be upwards of 1,500 points. It's available up for grabs at this final. Now, what do the... I know the average to win the average is five hundred and some points, correct? Uh five hundred and sixty points to win I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me back up. Uh, yes, five hundred and sixty points. Five hundred and sixty points to win the final. Now what is the points for second, do you know? I I did go that far. I, I got close. I got this spreadsheet, dude. And I was starting to look at all the different scenarios and how would they who would they <laughs> Well, I'm just wondering, you know, if because that'll make the race if yeah. uh, if you get 560 if you win the final, but if it's 460 to win second, yeah. Yeah. on down the line, that keeps the race interesting. Uh, or is it kind of like the money goes at the UTD event? You know, first might pay thirty thousand, and then it dropped to, you know, twelve thousand, twelve for second. Sure, I don't know what it is, but. You know, cuts about in half. Fifteen yep. probably closer. Yeah. So, does the points go that way? Does it go from five sixty to two eighty? I or... think I, I think I hear a challenge for more statistics. I will okay. <laughs> next time we talk. Right as we get ready for the PBR World Finals, the next time we talk, I will have the answer to that. Okay. Okay. Good. And if I spend like two days, I'll probably have every scenario of how the top 12 would make a run at this. Cause, cause, and that's the accountant in you well, coming out. Well, you got to remember, you got to remember, um, thir- certainly 1,300 points available if you have it all right. But but you're, to your point, if I'm second in a round win, right? I play second in all the rounds. Um, if I... Yeah, if I if I were to get a few a couple ninety point rides, I mean it's going to be really interesting, and uh, I'm going to need an actuary to figure out exactly all the different combinations. But and I'm uh, going to need a dictionary yeah. to know what you're talking about because I don't know those words. <laughs> oh, I will get my stats book back out. You know, I took it twice in college. Uh, <laughs> the second time, barely better than the first time. And I said, when will I ever use this? And if they'd only said, when you're talking to Sam and predictions, if they'd only said uh, that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, then you would have studied harder. I, I would have studied harder. All right, so here's another prediction. I need to know okay. who are you picking to win the championship. I looked at it and flipped it up around and turned it sideways. 
shifted over and because I wanted to go with a different prediction than this. Mm-hmm. I really wanted something different, but uh, mm-hmm. I say it's Jose. I, okay. I do not see a way, you know, and three things can happen, but uh, mm-hmm. I didn't want to pick the same as everybody else is thinking. But okay, I say Jose wins another million. So, so then by default, does he win the finals? He almost has to win the finals, I should think, or it's going to be super, super close, I should think. Well, I don't think he wins anything by default. I think he wins it by winning. I've given my reasons why I picked Jose yeah. to win. Yeah. One, you know, he, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> great. Right. Not just good. He's right. great. Right. Let's face it. Um, two, he played the game, I think, extremely extremely smart and i could be wrong about this but he sat home and his groin was sore and he sat there and watched everybody keep going and not getting far ahead of him you know not knowing what points were made at the finals i think he's got it knows exactly what he kept through fifth pays for points <laughs> and uh he sat there and watched all these guys get beat up and banged up and he kept healing up and Said, okay, um, I'll come back to the last one. I'm feeling good. And he just really looks in great shape and not sore mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think he wins everything because he's just healthier than everybody else in the field. Yeah, yeah. And rides as good oh. as everybody else in the field. Absolutely. You know, and arguably rides better than everybody else in the field, you know. So. And, you know, it's bull riding now. You know, it's like last year when, if you would have, when he got on safety meeting and said, well, that's, uh, when I heard what he had, I was sitting in the stands and I heard what he had and I kind of sank down in the seat. You know, he sets around wind all day long mm-hmm. and he actually falls off and gets stepped on and gets hurt. Right. You know, right. That. Boy, the handicappers would really have a rough time with the bull ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really rough. Yeah. But uh, and that's my pick, and I'll, you're gonna I'll go with it. You're going to go with that. Yeah. So last time uh, we were at the World Finals, or two years ago when we were at the World Finals out in Vegas, uh, we had the ability to bet. Um, yeah. So speaking of handicappers, are you going to see if you can find somebody that uh, will take some bets on this? Or I mean, you sound pretty confident, oh. Sam. Um, I don't know where you would bet out there. It took us first week to figure out how to bet. That's right. And, that's right. And when we did, we did well, though, didn't we? We did. We did. Now, to be fair, we had Mark Richmond on our side. Yeah. Well, I was getting fed information there. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he might have somebody else, but Mark's kind of a little uh, guru of yeah. who's doing what, what they got, what the bull did, if it yeah. stumbled three times in its life or... Uh, Absolutely. What it ate for breakfast, you know. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he lives it and breathes it. And very knowledgeable. So, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So, so um, I need another prediction. Uh, who do we watch? Who makes? Um, you, you, you take. You've already taken care of uh, of, of Jose, so he's he's not in this question. He's not in the possible pool. Okay. Who do you watch? Who makes the biggest move? In the points, who 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 are you saying pay attention to? That's a very difficult question. Mm-hmm. Who makes the biggest move? Mm-hmm. There's 
always somebody from the back that makes a run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, here's another prediction that, uh, and he just got in there. So I, I was going to go with Daniel Keeking, but he's in the top 10. So that's not one way back. I'll take Josh. Just to, Josh Frost. You know, because he's yeah. sneaking in the back door. Absolutely. And uh, he, and he can ride with him. He, he'll have to turn up his game from what he did this weekend, but uh, he's capable of that any day. So, okay, um, I'll go with Josh. I, I'm going to make the most of his opportunity. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's not where you start; it's where you finish, right? Um, yeah. So here's another question. How much will the champion earn at this year's finals, including, we know it pays a million dollars to win the championship, 300000 to win the finals, pays 35000 per round. If you won all eight rounds, the finals and the world, it'd pay almost $1.6 million. So what's the total take, uh, the high money earner this year? How much? Uh, yeah, what do you think the total take is? We already know it's, uh, you believe it's Jose. So, yeah, what's the total take? I believe Jose will win right at 1.4. 1.4 million. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, the thing the world out there doesn't know, last year, Dalen won like 1.39. Right. You know, right at 1.4. Dalen being Dalen tighter than pain on a pipe. Right. We were, we were right there walking when he got his stuff. He said, I wonder if they'll pay me for that last round because I had a rewrite and I could have got on that bull and that paid 35000 He said, I was supposed to get on that rewrite and win that. You know, I, yeah. I might have won an extra 35000 I wonder if they'll pay me for that. I, I was going <laughs> to bring that up because you say 1.39. I'm like, yeah, but if he let him back on his rewrite, he'd have been up over 1.4 last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, nobody knows what he had done on his rewrite. For sure. He's pretty sore. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, I wouldn't have bet against him, especially that week. Oh, no. When he put... When he put his mind to it, he turned the whole thing around. Oh, completely, you know, it, completely. It was just like, it's my turn. Don't bother me. Don't talk to me. I'm going to just do what I'm supposed to do, what God intended for me to do, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So. And how neat the whole fam. I mean, there's so many, the Swearingen's, the Phillips. I mean, just a big crowd traveled to Fort Worth to see him. Uh, we were excited to be there. It was so cool. I got pictures of him. You know, on the big screen, holding the big check, uh, just just so cool to, to watch that and be part of that. You know, this year, they probably are going to look a lot lighter in the stance. Yeah, right. And this is no exaggeration. Yeah. There was probably over 100 people there yep. that came to watch Dalen. Absolutely. And people I didn't know that lived in our hometown. Right. They came to watch day and we met them outside, you know, they said, you know, we're from Leicester, New York, we're from Pafard, we're, and we, we just came to watch day one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and not just the first week, there was some that came, or the second week, there was some that came the first week that couldn't stay for the second Absolutely. Week. Absolutely. It was, I would dare say, over a hundred yeah. people. Yeah. Family between the Swearingen and Philip. Okay. So, so then here's a question. 
Um, uh, are you going to be? Are you going to the finals? Are you running? Are you going to Fort Worth to uh, to watch? Well, I would have gone both weeks if Dalen was here for sure, that, for sure. But I think I got to run home, take the horse up there to New York. To New York. And, yeah, I got a bronc I had with maturities down here, and I got to breed some mares to him. So I'm going to run home up there. Okay. And. I'll probably come back down for the second week. We'll just plan it by here. Okay. Uh, and if I come down, I'll definitely go. Okay. The second week. I, I, I'd like to be there to go to the draft and watch that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. I would like that. And, uh, yeah, to be there for championship rounds. Uh, there's a, oh, a guy that Colton worked for. Very nice man in Oklahoma. That, uh, Made the NFR a couple times, bull ride. Um, really, looking at the pictures, you know, he's won Houston. Really good guy, and he mm-hmm. get into a Hall of Fame oh, down wow. there at the same time. Oh wow! Uh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty neat. I, I, he might be going in the Texas Hall of Fame, but oh, uh, wow. Oh, wow. yeah, uh, awesome. really super good guy. He liked Colton and working for him, but Colton moved on. Yeah, right, wow. right, right. Yeah. So, so bridging back to the teams, and we talked a little bit about some predictions. Um, I got to, I got to report out what I call the team effect. Uh, what I mean by that is, um, certainly we cheer for Dalen, and certainly we cheer for the Carolina Cowboys because Dalen's on the team. But good golly, if I don't pay attention to everybody that's on the team, Cooper Davis comes in in fourth place coming into the finals. In the standings, Boudreaux Campbell comes in seventh position, and Winston Da Silva comes in in fourteenth. So there's a team effect, meaning on me, um, paying attention where the Carolina Cowboy bull riders are. The team concept does what they're looking for. I think mm-hmm. if you ever go to a team event live, the hometown crowd really gets behind their team, and now. There's guys that you wouldn't even have paid attention to or wouldn't have known their name, but now you're watching them in the individual event because they were on the team that you like. Yep. And it yep. just it boils over into a good stew because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. now you're you're liking certain people and you're rooting for them, and it, it just it's the snowball effect that I think they're looking for. It yep. keeps more people interested. The more we get interested, the more we're going to watch it. I, I've had some people talk about Dalen doing a parade of New York, mm-hmm. Western, Brevard area. Mm-hmm. People, if you don't know, it's all one rural community, so yeah. it, it's all kind of the same town. Like my address is Brevard, but I live in the town of Leicester, so right. it's all one thing. Yeah. But if they came up there. And I talked to the guy with the race car that takes that around and said he'd bring it up. You know, that's what they want. They want people in different areas to meet these guys and become lifelong fans. You bet. It doesn't matter where you go up there. Uh, People talk about it, you know. And, and, and I think, I think that's the basis. Now, remember, PBR is celebrating its 30th year this year. And I think that's kind of the basis of their success and, quite frankly, what they set out to do. 
What I mean by that is, if you're riding in the PBR, you're there for the weekend. So in other words, you can count on these cowboys being there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The PRCA, tougher thing to do. I may ride on, on uh, Friday night and, and you don't see me again. And, and what that gives is, I believe, that PBR fan connection that you're talking about. Easier to get with the media, easier to set up fan events, uh, that sort of thing. So 30 years they've been doing it. And, and see the teams come out like it did last year. Uh, I'm a fan of that. So 30 years. Yeah. And that not only did they do the contestants, they did the bulls, mm-hmm. you know, the animals. They, they, they marketed to selling the animals as well as the contestants. And yeah. The rodeo is at a detriment to the PBR because of that. You cannot advertise. Stetson Wright will be at your rodeo. You don't know. Yeah. You know, you know that Dalen Swearns is going to be at the UTB unless he's hurt. Right. You know, right. they're going to be there. And that that's huge, huge. So the marketing ability is, is fantastic. That Absolutely. Way. Absolutely. So, so speaking of marketing, final prediction of the day, who replaces Flint Rasmussen? <laughs> okay. Um, I think uh-huh. this is just a guess. Uh, probably the front runner is Mike Merritt. Mike Merritt. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I predict it's going to be Brenton James. Okay. All right. Um, I just predict it. Uh, I know Brenton, you know, he basically did his first rodeos with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and his father came up and worked, and they called Brenton Burgerhead, you know. I, I remember. Multi-talented in, you know, many ways. He a really good trick roper, bundles of energy. You might want to grab him and say, slow down a little bit. You don't <laughs> have to go so fast. Right, right. Uh, but uh, just... Phenomenal talent, and I think when they look at everything, uh, not taking away from anybody else that they have in the mix, I don't even know who they got or who they're thinking of, but Brenton James, he does the Canadian PPRs, and mm-hmm. I, I think he'll be the next one. Just, okay. Okay. I, I don't want to jinx him because nope. I've been wrong with everything I've said so far, but uh, and nah, you can't jinx him. He's multi-talented no matter if he gets it or he doesn't. That's a, yeah, so. yeah. So when will they announce? Do you know? I would imagine at the PBR. Well, you got the team things to go through. They might not do it till later on. I, oh. I would think. I think they would announce at the finals sometimes. Okay. You okay. know, when okay. when he's done and have the predecessor there. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. To take a bow. Yep. But uh, I don't know that. I, okay. I think that would be good P- PR on her part if they had whoever's going to take his place there do it. I'm sure they are and I'm sure they got it all worked out. But. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got a bit of sad news this morning. Uh, Larry Mahan, eight-time world PRCA champion, um, Priority Hall of Fame cowboy, passed away last night. Yeah, when I read that today, it was very sad. Uh, uh, no, I 
don't know Larry. I have met him a few times, but don't really know him on a personal level. Um, he came to one of the rodeos I did when I was first starting in the business, uh, mm-hmm. not competing, but as a in a sponsorship type scenario. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. he, uh, yeah, just incredible talent. Incredible, you know, just he was a winner and a thinker. You know, his knowledge to how to have how to win, not just in the arena, but getting the more rodeos, you know, mm-hmm. uh, airplanes and uh, every different aspect you could think of to, to get places was pretty incredible. So keep in, in, so, our, in our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers. Yes, and his family, you know, and, yeah, it's just, just a tough deal for the rodeo world, but we all age and things change every day, and it doesn't, doesn't mean they change for the better. Mm-hmm. Okay, final question of the day. How's Colton? Where is he? What's he doing? Well, Colton is on his way to Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. He's out there tomorrow. Okay. Why they left it early this morning, I don't know, but uh, it's a lot different taking horses and doing that stuff than it is jumping in there with your ridden bag and your saddle and going to rodeos. Mm-hmm. He is going to be gone out all week. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't get his itinerary because mm-hmm. he doesn't give that to me. You know, that, no. that, that's too much information for you. you know? <laughs> no, no he, he's, he's headed to Corpus Christi today and um, He's going to be out all week long, so when we do talk next time, I might have better updates okay. for you. Uh, <laughs> all right, perfect. His horses that he's been riding, I'll be taking care of them. And, okay. uh, they're doing really well. Yeah, uh, yeah. That is another video. He was standing up on a three-year-old's back, trick roping, and that was one of the barrel horses. I said, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> said, oh, that's good. Yeah. So just to be square, he's out, or to be fair, he's out. He's out uh, rodeoing in your home, feeding horses. Some things never change. Some things never change. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you. Yeah. Mike and I talked about that the other day. Yeah. You know, saying goodbye, Dad. See you later. Yeah. And I didn't think of it, you know. But Mike said, "Yeah, but you you were working for for him, then not for." For us, right, right, right. <laughs> so now we're working for the kids. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. All right. Well, thank you for a great conversation today, Sam. Safe travels as you uh, if you make that trip up to New York this next week. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Me too. This is Beyond the Shoots, where we discuss New York rodeo, the people, and the places they take us. Our next podcast guest will be Betty Johnson, the creator of the New York Rodeo Museum Facebook group page. I invite you to join her group. Let's help her record New York Rodeo history. And until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.